Blog Talk Radio. Can you live without the news? Can you live without the day-to-day chatter about things happening? About the stuff that comes down from television and newspaper headlines? Two years ago, I started an experiment. I cut myself off completely from the news. I threw my TV out the window, I canceled my newspapers, I deleted the news apps from my phone, and I reset my browser start page from Google News to Amazon. The first 30 days were hard, really hard. Standing in line, waiting, and not checking the news on the phone, instead pulling out a book. I forced myself not to pick up newspapers laying around airports, to not even glance at the headlines if the guy in front of me opened up his paper. But after about a month, something strange happened. I arrived in a new land. It felt so solid, so real, so peaceful. And it still does today. I'm happy to report I now have more time, I think deeper, I have more insights. Cutting out the news was one of the best decisions of my life, and I will never go back. See, news is to the brain what sugar is to the body. You can swallow limitless quantities of news flashes, tidbits like jelly beans, but these jelly beans don't nourish you. They don't give you understanding. As a matter of fact, they're quite toxic to your brain. Events, news events, are just things happening, flickering on the world's surface. But to make better decisions, you want to understand what drives these events, what generates these events. And news stories don't tell you that. News gives you the illusion of understanding, and that illusion is dangerous. I came to realize the more news you consume, the less you understand the world. My website lists 15 reasons why you should give up the news. Let me give you just four. Number one, the brain interprets the sensational as being much more frequent than it actually occurs. And it disregards the silent risks that, don't, that are not fit for the headlines. The result, you constantly walk around with the wrong risk map in your head. Number two, news are mostly irrelevant. An average person consumes between 10,000 and 20,000 news stories a year. Let me ask you. From the thousands of news stories you have seen this year, tell me one, just one, that has allowed you to make better decisions for your private life or business life compared to not knowing it. Be truthful. Most people have a difficult time coming up with a single example. Now people push me and they say, but you have to know if there's a catastrophe somewhere on the planet. Really? Do I? There's probably bad things happening on other planets and I'm quite okay not knowing about them. (laughs) I'm not callous. I'm just rational, just setting priorities. Number three, news is toxic to your health. News stories constantly triggers the limbic system. Panicky stories release glucocorticoids, stress hormones that put your body in a state of chronic tension and alert. The result, your body stops growing, doesn't repair itself, and becomes susceptible to infection. You will be physically healthier if you stay away from the perpetual drama of the news. Number four, news wastes time. 
If you consume news for 15 minutes each morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon and watch news on television for 30 minutes before bed, you waste productive hours totaling a workday a week. A day for what? If news gave you a competitive advantage, journalists would be the richest people on the planet. <laughs> they are not. Quite to the contrary. Today I realize to have a real competitive advantage, you better stay out from the news stream. So what should you do? Go cold turkey, make news inaccessible, read long, solid magazine articles that give you perspective, read books that explain the world's complexities, try reading a book a week, better two or three, history school, biology, psychology, have fun reading and talk to people who really know. And I guarantee you, if something truly important happens, you will hear about it in time from your friends. And don't be shy about discussing your news diet. People will be fascinated. My advice to you, go deep instead of broad in your search for knowledge. You will be more healthy, more wealthy, and more wise. Thank you. I want to talk to you for a few minutes today about how to use your mind power to get what you want. I'm even going to tell you how to use your mind power to get green power. And I'm going to read some text from the Bible with reference to this message. Because I want you to know that when I speak about mind power, I am still in the book. And I'm going to ask you to stand for the reading of the scripture, if you will. I'm going to read first a passage from the book of Romans, the 12th chapter and the second verse. And for emphasis, I'm going to ask you to repeat it back to me. I want you to repeat it back to me in the sound of thunder, all of the thousands of you here in Atlanta today at the Omni. Be you transformed. I'm going to read it again, and let me say at the very outset that I don't preach formal sermons. I'm going to give you something that you can begin to use right here, that you can begin to use as you go back out into life through these doors today. And so I want you to really repeat this passage of Scripture after me as I read it this time. Be you transformed. The renewing of your mind. And now the next passage of Scripture is from the Epistle to the Philippians, the second chapter and the fifth verse. And I'll have you repeat this after me also. Let this mind be in you. Let this mind 
was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let me hear everybody shout, Mind Power. While you're standing, I want to give you these words of introduction. And I'll have you repeat them after me also. These are the words of Reverend Ike. Mind power, mind power is success power. Now listen, get with me here. You're going to help me preach this. I want you to move your hands as you say this. Move your hands as I move mine. You see, this impresses your subconscious mind. And when you impress your subconscious mind with ideas of success and prosperity, then out of your subconscious mind, out of the presence of God in you, out of your positive belief, success and prosperity will flow. So repeat this after me, and these are the words of Reverend Ike. Mind power, Mind power. is success power. Mind power, Mind power. is prosperity power. Please be seated. I'm talking about how to use your mind power to get what you want now. And I want to talk about the idea now for a moment. Let me hear everybody say now. now. Let's be even more emphatic by saying right now. Now, most of you know that I am not a pie-in-the-sky preacher. All of you who want pie in the sky, by and by, when you die, you're in the wrong church this afternoon. Somebody say, wow. which I bring to you. And why am I a now preacher? Because now is the only time there is. Yesterday is gone and tomorrow never comes. All of my days growing up in the church and Sunday school, we would sing about the sweet by and by. We would sing about by and by when the morning comes. And all the time I remember when lunch at school was seven cents and I didn't have the seven cents. And there I was singing about the sweet by and by. I That's right, you know, people look at me now and they get a lot of funny ideas because my church takes good care of me. As I officiate in my capacity as leader of this church and I believe in looking good, feeling good, and smelling good. (laughs) 
But let me tell you a little bit about the background. As I say, I remember when I would sing in Sunday school about the sweet by and by and didn't have seven cents for lunch at school. Let me tell you people, I got fed up with the sweet by and by and I decided that I wanted some sweet now and now. All of you who are like that, why don't you raise your hand and shout, I want some sweet now and now. like preaching. Can I preach for a few minutes? I feel you getting turned on to this now, God. All of you who want some sweet now and now, in just a moment when I tell you to, I want you to stand and raise your hand and shout to the millions looking in on television, I want some sweet now and now. Come on, stand and shout. Say it again. Now, the third time when we say this, I'm going to have the people who are looking in on television stand up and shout that with us. Because you see, when you affirm this, you open your heart, you open your experience to this sweetness of the now and now. And you at the bar, put your suds down for a moment. And my friends at the bar get a great big kick out of this. I walked into one of the outstanding banks in Los Angeles where we do business the other day, and the banker there told me, he said, Reverend Ike, you sure caught me the other night on your telecast. He said, that's exactly where I was. <laughs> when you said, put down your suds at the bar. <laughs> so, okay, you fellows around the brass rail there, I want you to stand up and shout this with us. Uh, again, as we declare, I want some sweet now and now. And I want you to draw it out. I want you to be definite and positive about it. Come on. I want sweet now and now. You know, I believe you're ready. Are you ready? just one more hand before you sit down and say, I'm ready for the sweet now and now. something. I think I'm in position to tell you. You better stop going around here singing about I'll overcome someday. Why? Because when is someday? Have you ever heard of a day called someday? <laughs> Welcome to Raising Independent Thinkers. This show is a space for families who are homeschooling or thinking about homeschooling. We'll explore alternative teaching methods, 
federal and state homeschooling laws. And most importantly, this show is a platform where families can inspire one another on how to raise independent thinkers. I'm your host, Bathsheba Omani, Montessori educator, homeschooling consultant, owner of Homeschool Guide LLC, and mother of two. Let's get started.